Good morning, everyone, and happy Monday, happy Tuesday, happy whatever day you are listening to this. I'm happy to have you on board. So this episode today is a bit of a departure from our usual topics. In celebration of the beginning of December and the holiday season, I wanted to talk about giving back. At TLS, we believe that people can treat people better, and we strive every day to live by displaying genuine care. Our brand delivery managers, Anna and Mariam, are back to talk about how they make moments around, how they give back, and they reflect on impactful moments that have been made for them. This episode is emotional and it has so much heart. I hope that you are inspired in any way to pay it forward this season and all year round. Parts of this conversation were so unexpected. I work closely with these two every day. So I went into this with a lot of backstory and I had asked some questions to provoke answers I already knew about, but I wanted to share with you. But the honesty and stories that they shared were unexpected and they really blew me away. So I hope you all enjoy. Here is Living in the Moment. How are your days going? Excellent. Good. How are you doing? Easy, but good. Busy, but good. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably mine as well. Is the week off to a good start? Yes. 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 I'm very excited. Good. It's a creative week, which I always enjoy. So the week is good. But today we are going to talk about giving back because we are entering December and December kicks off our holiday spirit season and a big theme around that is giving back and and, um, helping out with your community. So in the spirit of what we lovingly call mama, Mariam and Anna making moments around and as well as um, TLS really living that genuine care piece. I wanted to talk to you about how you give back and and, uh, why you think it's important to give back, what inspires you and really just give some good ideas and examples of how easy it is to spread kindness, spread love um, and spread joy this season. Hmm. So I'm going to start by asking each of you why you feel it's important to give back, especially in the holiday season. So for me, giving back is important regardless of whichever season we are at. But holiday season, mostly I would think happiness, share the happiness. I don't think I'll be happy if I know that somebody that I know or I don't know is actually not even sharing a little of happiness or being happy and I'm actually celebrating so I look at it in a way of like sharing joy and being in a comfort way that you can sleep comfortably at night by thinking that somebody that you know or you don't know that you helped, you brought something to them also are going to be slightly happier. You made a difference in their life. I agree. I, I also believe that it's not about just the holiday seasons, but I when you think about the holiday season, it is a time of the year that we're all more um, emotional, I would say, or most of us, we get more emotional, inclined to think about uh, things that we care. It's like, because of the New Year's, it's as if we all get a reset and an opportunity to restart. So I feel that that 
sets us up in a way that we want to do something extra. We want to do something more. And when you look at someone who's actually needing some help, if you act at this moment, you are actually giving them more hope for the year that is about to start. So that reset is even, there's more chances that it will be successful. So I do believe we should try to give back and help each other, help our community throughout the year. There's no special date. But the end of the year, you're giving more than a shirt or a plate of food. You're, you're giving them hope in a very different way because it resets everybody. That's how I see this time of the year. And when you think about that restart piece of um, it gives someone hope and it resets them for the new year, and then Miriam's uh, point of it doesn't just have to be the holiday season, what is something that might be helpful to keep in mind or a different way of looking at it that could motivate someone to keep it going throughout the year? Because January could arguably be a reset for everyone, good and bad. Um, so how do you keep it really front of mind? So in my experience, to be very honest, um, when you give back to, when you're giving back, there's no way of tracking it. And I think the intention is not how to track or create data around it that, okay, if they are giving back, it's just a soul conscious of I'm giving get forward. Hopefully they will pay it forward. Um, examples that I have seen a few times that I have done stuff and when the people that I have probably helped at that time, when they were back in a good space, they came back to me with whatever I've given to them. And I've said, please give it to someone else, pay it forward. And that's how I believe this chain of kindness and joy is going. And it's something that's just natural and it's solely on trust and kindness. And I, honestly, when it comes to emotion, kindness and joy, I don't even think you need data. It's just going to go and somewhat way it'll come back to you and you'll see it. That's how I believe in it. And I've seen it several times, not only from my end, from other people that they share their stories with us that it happens. It's just so heartwarming when you see somebody that you actually try to help thinking of that you make a difference in their life and somewhat way you do. And then they come back to you to repay it, despite of not you asking for it. When they, when they come back and when you say pay it forward, I think that's the best feeling that you have. So I would call it chain of joy and it's connected throughout by, with heart and emotions. I would add that just by doing it, you end up leading by example in a way. I can say that for me, it's what I've seen in my family that makes me the person I am today and makes me willing to give back and I get so much joy out of it because of what I've seen throughout my life. My grandmother, my mom's, my dad's mom, she used to volunteer, she was a nurse. So she volunteered in a lot of things after she retired. And I remember as a kid going to this church where they would um, assemble things. There's a special hospital for victims of, uh, there's a, a hospital that's just for burn victims in my hometown. And she would, um, I don't know the name of it, but she would make whatever they need to do the, well, she would volunteer her time setting up things that they need to help heal the burnt victims. 
And I remember as a kid going with her because she was taking care of us. We were playing with the other kids and helping however we could, but it's like five or six. But this is something that sticks to my mind. So this woman spent her time and she took us with her. Uh, she, she used to knit. So she would knit for uh, underprivileged kids for the winter time. So all of this, I, I used to see the joy she would get out of it. I know that today, whatever I do comes from this from my parents as well, from what I've seen. And I expect, I really hope that what I do inspire other people to and get make them see like how great it is to be able to help and set them in a mood that they will be paying it forward as well. Of course, sorry for the lack of words there. I need to research it. <laughs> I have no idea how to say that. <laughs> well, I know in Portuguese, it's called Atadura. I have no idea what's the name in English. But... That could make a very dynamic episode. Mariam answers questions in English, Shauna answers in Portuguese, and we just really reach some new audience. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go. Um, <laughs> so, Anna, it sounds like your family is a, um, a really big example for you. And, and Mariam, I know a bit about your story um but what would you say is the biggest each of you what's the biggest inspiration for you to give back or what's what's the why for you i think if i go way back when i was a kid um what inspired me was and like during when you grow up from being a younger to your teenage life there are times that you want a lot of things that you want to have whether you argue whether you argue with your parents that I want this and I want that. I think for me, giving back, give me perspective of, I stopped worrying about what I don't have because it was not only that I was comfortable to come into terms of like, do I need to have this? It was, it just put things into perspective for me that yes, for some of us that we have a lot of things easier and there are some people in the world that they don't even barely have anything that we have close to. And then that inspired me more that I just stopped thinking and worrying about if I want to have this. It was more change my perspective in life of why do I want this where I know that somebody else doesn't even have something basic that I have. So that keeps inspiring me always. And to be very honest, you sleep well when you help somebody, when you give back, no matter what it is, what shape, form of giving back it is, whichever community it is, it's just knowing that you did something for someone. So it's almost selfish to be selfless. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Simply, you know her. Yeah, it's a, selfish, it's a selfish way of things. It grows, it grows you as a human being. It brings a lot of perspective. It gives you a different purpose in life to just do this rather than just sometimes unfortunately or fortunately we're always focused I want this I want this me first me first it's like there are times when you don't think like that and it brings a great satisfaction and what's your inspiration I I feel the same way and I feel that it's the best kind of selfishness that you can have it's when you can feel good for someone else and you feel good helping someone else. Not only because I'm selfish that way, but I think it's great. But I 
truly believe that my inspiration, number one, is my family. Um, it's what I've seen on daily acts from my parents. Is this a story about my grandmother? My other grandmother, um, we used to send all of our stuff, like whatever you're not wearing anymore, toys, because she lives in a different area. It's a farm. There's like some communities around that really need help. And it's my parents looking at me and saying when we were kids, if this toy is not good for you, it's not good for anyone because it's broken. It's something else that you're sparing. It's not something broken. It's not something that you don't want. It's something that is good, that is working properly, that looks nice, but you have it and you can share it with someone else. So I would say that they are my greatest inspiration. I remember uh, when we were kids, like my dad, he would, he was very old school. So he wouldn't barely carry like credit cards or stuff. So he would carry cash. And in Brazil, you do have um, fairly large homeless population and people begging in the streets. And I remember him taking some, like the money. And I was like, I don't know, 10. And I was looking at the money. I was like, oh my God. Like, I thought it was so much. Like, oh my God, all of this. And asking him, oh, you're giving all of this. And he's like, well, that's what I have. And he doesn't have anything. And now he has something. It's, nothing's gonna, like, you're not gonna miss anything. Anything, like you're gonna have everything that you need. And I was, yeah, but it's so much. No, it's not. It's enough. He can eat something. And it's not going to, for us, it's not going to make that much of a difference. So those things, I feel that move me up to this day. And I think that it touched me so much because I was such a young child and I was exposed to all of this. So I feel it is important that you do expose kids like and like children in general to this. It gives them a different sense of reality and a better understanding of other people's reality and also the importance of giving back. It's not something that you should wait until someone is mature enough or old enough. This is something that you can gradually expose kids as well to, and it's beneficial for all of us. But my inspiration okay. would be my parents and my selfishness. And your selfishness. Yes. <laughs> well, make so, me happy. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. So what would you say are your favorite ways to give back? I think for me, mostly, it's me doing it and the person not knowing. Like, I don't want to do any visible thing forward. I'm, like, I'm not saying I'm against it, but I would love to do things when a person doesn't know and it goes to them. And they actually genuinely, they feel that God is kind or if they feel they're lucky, whatever it is, that's the best way for me to do something. Like I will go through loops and loops in order to do something so the person should not know that it was coming from a person that they knew. I love that. Yeah, that's nice. my favorite way. 
that is sweet. Um, I would say that my favorite way would be through volunteering, like being there. If you can take, like, not if you can, prioritize and take the time, find the time and give your time to someone. I think that that's my, that's our most precious, that's the most precious gift you can give someone your time. So yes. I would say that that is my favorite way. I, this is, so this is a great um, segue into the next thing that I want to ask, but you like that resonates with me because in the past um, one, one very special cause to me is make a wish. And, and I've always looked to donate whatever I can towards the make a wish foundation. And that's very much money for the most part is you have, you give them money. But in the past, I've also um, had volunteer experiences with our local food bank. And I can say that, yes, it feels great to give to a great cause, um, but donating that time and being present and really having that tangible impact of putting together um, food kits and sorting items and, and actually being there and understanding it all, it's a way different impact. So I do want to know what examples you might have of how you can give back that does not include donating money. So through kinds, you mean, if not, if not money, but anything else or? Yeah, some, okay. some way to pay it forward um, without paying, so to speak. So I have an example. I have maybe, from, well, it kind of will bring things to the point of like, Yes, money in a way, but I have provided support to take care or adopt a, a phone bill or a car payment for a month or something in order to be there to provide that support for the time being that was needed. Wow. Uh, I know you're still saying that, yeah, it should not involve the money, but I think the impact of the emotional impact of that that it had on the family was way more than what I was taking care of it with financial for that for financial needs in that time. But the emotional impact that I had on them was huge. So I would not compare it to money because what the result that I saw what it did in during the time that I helped on the family was huge for me. So you can do stuff like that not only just by sort of paying money or something. There are, there are people that I have taking them to doctor hospitals when they didn't have anybody, when their parents are not in town. You spend your time, you take care of people. I've done groceries for families that I know that they were alone here and they didn't have any family support to basically deliver something for them, not per se the money part of it. It's just, I need somebody to bring this for me or I can't move from my house during all these seasons or snowing. Um, I clean even people's cars in winter. Um, when I leave, when I clean cars and I just brush a car next to me or maybe one or two just to give them that surprise in the morning that you don't have to go through what I went through. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to park next to you from now on. Yeah, She's there you go. Fine. She does it. <laughs> but no, you, you're very um, you're very right. And I mean, when you think about giving back, majority does involve some kind of money in some way, even if it's buying an item to give to someone or to donate. Um but I think it's also very different. It's, it's one thing to say, if you need anything, I'm here. It's another to be there. 
to action. And that's that's exactly what you're saying is that you've identified something, something as large as a, a car payment or just brushing someone's car. They need something. And you've identified that whether they've stated it or not, and it's being there for them. For me, I agree with what Miriam shared, and I think that that's something paying attention to the people around you and what might be needed and taking the action. That's a beautiful way to to give it back, to pay forward. I truly believe in the power and beauty of volunteering. It's my experiences with um, being there for the people when they need it the most. It's something, uh, it was life-changing for me. My organization like that speaks to my heart that I love 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 and I can't I can't say it enough is the Ronald McDonald Foundation because that's where I did my volunteering and I it was basically with kids it was not always easy or happy but being there with the kids and like little things, for example, my volunteer was on Wednesdays morning. I would set up, and this is gonna sound kind of, I don't know, Mara's gonna make fun of me, but I would set up my nail appointment on Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> because on Wednesday morning, I would remove my nail polish and let the kids do my nails, play with makeup. There's a lot of girls and it sounds like so little, but it's an experience that they would not have because they're in the hospital. It's something that is so important and impactful. The parents were so happy to see something like this and the joy happening. So yes, Maram, I'll go do my nails later. But then, um, but those little things and being there, I don't think that there's anything that impacted more in my life than this. And I do feel that with everything that we went through this past two years and how all of us were impacted, um, I feel that supporting local and small businesses is also a way of uh, paying forward, giving back. So I made a point this, especially now 2021, to send gifts to the people I know and to get those gifts from uh, someone that makes whatever cake or someone that makes whatever sweet, this small like flower shop. And the thank you that I would get from this these people, the business owners, and it was not much, but if everybody's doing it, then it will be a lot and will help the business survive. And I think that that's another way to in a very different perspective, of course, but also give back and help the community remain as it should be. For sure. I um, I put together a group of, of gifts and I'd say 95% of it came from uh, a local business of, their, of that area, but it ordered an item. It was out of Syracuse, New York and or somewhere in that area. Um, and it was 44 cans of salt basically and I don't think they were used to a volume of this order and they gave me a call and said um just want to get a bit more information on the timeline what this is for we really want to fulfill it but we are such a small business 
the, the quantity is, is quite high. So after explaining it all and, and what it was for and where it was going and how excited they were and like just the sentiment behind it, they were so excited. And it was as if they just stopped the presses and just, and that order arrived maybe a week later, but they were so happy and touched with the fact that they were chosen um, and that it, and that it meant something to how it was going out. So I agree supporting local, especially in this time is very, very important. So thinking of COVID-19, um, it's caused us to change the way that we normally do things and the way that we think about things. So how have you managed to give back during lockdowns, um, during this difficult time, staying socially distanced, all these new protocols? We drove around. <laughs> right, but I said, this is actually a good question because it was the best time and how you can give oh. back. We had so much, we, we, we were paranoid to begin with initially, oh my God, what happened? What should we do? Like in general, just because it was such a huge shift in our lives. And then believe it or not, you know, the Instagram, um, the, sorry, the queen of Amazon there, she used to order things online. Then we used to pack them and then we used to deliver them and drop them behind people's doors with everybody that whatever we used to do. And then I remember then because we were kind of also protecting ourselves from going out or stuff like that. So we used to make this sort of a rough agenda or timetable who's going to go out today so one person is exposed in a way to go to stores to collect things or stuff like that and then we used to put it in my car or her car and we used to make gift bags yeah. and then we used to just travel around <laughs> we went so many places and it was the best way and then we used to switch things there would be a weekend of like let's just deliver coffee and then we knew, have like, this was solely with people at work that we normally used to do because it was a big change and it was a big shift in our lives. And we used to deliver Starbucks or some people like Tim Hortons. I remember one time we got so many cups of Starbucks in our lap and I was a drop to one of them in my car. Oh, but it's it did not happening. drop. It, it was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> so for us, it was just doing that. Um, it was, yeah, but we had to stop the car and take the thing out. Yeah. Yeah. But we have good memories from the, well, we are still kind of in COVID, but it was the best way that we actually did most of our stuff. Because normally, because before we used to go to mall to pick something, to buy something or to deliver to somebody, give it something. This one was like, you're sitting at home, you're doing it online. It's coming to your door. And then you're just packing it. It's just a matter of like, I'm just going to go out one time to do the grocery and these people are my way and this is what I'm going to drop. It was a nice way to stay connected, right? Mm -hmm. And to bring some joy because sometimes yes. we would get somewhere and say, send a message saying, can you please come down? And we're like, what? Where? Are you here? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So that was a nice way to remember people to actually get dressed for work despite working from home. <laughs> <laughs> and then they slowly, and then, and then slowly, slowly, this thing became a thing that be careful, make sure that you're wearing pants. No, you never know when Mary and Anna will be at your door. <laughs> and the other thing is, for people that live, for whoever lives in a house, that we can actually drop something at, uh, their, their, like their doorway, just drop something in the front porch. There are some people that still have not seen us. They just know that we went by because we sent a message and they see the package. Uh, I know there are two moment makers, especially that come to mind that 
I know that they're like, I'm going to catch you one day. I'm going to see you one day. So that's, that's like a little joke that came out of this too. But it was like, despite everything that was happening, we actually had a lot of fun with this. And I feel that we did spread some joy and Yes, definitely. Make people feel good about themselves too. And that's what's important. So So if anything, I would say COVID made us to like innovate a way of like just being so efficient and actually still continue and do what we normally do. We actually did more than what we normally do because Anna and myself, we're always into this, like whether we work with people or people that we know, neighbors, somebody else, not even in relation. But I think we were very, very efficient this time if nothing like i remember her baking cooking like a lot of things were involved in it that that we used to do Mm -hmm. so you're still being selfish while being selfless because you may have been bored during the COVID 19 pandemic (laughs) that is the secret (laughs) no i know that i was the recipient of a few there's one well i had you guys at my door several times but there's one where I think I had a message from Mariam at some point in the day. It's like, are you, are you home or are you around this evening? And I said, yep. And then moved on. I didn't understand why I was being asked, but kind of forgot about it. And then I, uh, I think I went out to grab probably a Starbucks knowing me. And um, I had like calls and texts from both of you because you were, you were there and I was not. (laughs) And then I had to make you wait around. So I probably, I probably hindered your efficiency and and productivity there, but no, it was definitely always very thoughtful and kind and, and um, always brought a smile to my face still does. So there you go. That's why it's important. (laughs) So yeah, those were actually good, good memories of COVID. If I say anything, these were the best things for us. Also, it kept us going. It kept us connecting and just, to do those little minor things, to see a smile on somebody's face, to playing a music for somebody, to make them dance for you, to dance for them, to whatever surprises yes. for anything. Like you name it, we did it. Karaoke night, anything through Zoom. I think that one of my favorite things about what the two of you can do is you will learn the tiniest detail of someone and hold on to it. And then use that to your advantage and their advantage anytime in the future. Yes. Do you know why? Because we always say, when you say hi to somebody, be engaged, look at them, listen to them. That's true. Because that two minute can take it for so many layers in the future. And this is what we both thrive on that. Did you remember? Like sometimes there will be a time that did you hear so-and-so said this or somebody did this or said that and we always keep that in our mind of like when the opportunity is correct or the right time to do something with that to kind of connect them back to that memory and all that stuff like we generally care and mean when we say that we want to do this because then we always have this little memory thought process so and so told me this the other day let's keep this in mind and it somehow connects us and it goes with everything that we do and I think that with all the people we have around us and the team, like everybody that works with us, we have a lot of people like this that actually pay attention to the details. And um, I do sometimes see moment maker asking questions that I go, my God, I said this once 10,000 years ago and this person remembers this. So it's, it's very nice to see 
this like around, like people actually caring and showing that. Um, when you say about things that we have to do, like socially distancing and outside like of our normal ways. When you think about like supporting local business, I'm gonna share this story because this was fun, but some of the details. So we used to go to Molly's, right? Downstairs, quite a lot. And Molly shut down at the beginning of the quarantine because they thought it was gonna be for like 15 days to a month, like everybody else. And when they finally reopened and we found out that we were doing deliveries, we ordered something. And I think you called, right, Miriam? And you talked yes. to Jackie and Keith came to deliver. And he actually had a surprise, something else that we didn't order, but that we used to order was part of the package. And that was the sweetest thing ever. It yeah. was so nice and kind. So we ordered thinking that not only we wanted fish tacos or not fish and chips, I think fish tacos, not only we wanted fish tacos because it had been so long, they're not paying me for the advertise, by the way. Um, we actually thought this is a way of supporting, right? They, yes. They've been closed for so long, so let's order something. Let's give it back. Let's, let's support local. Mm -hmm. But the care, the thought, the attention on what we received was so, so much more than it. Like, it, they were paying for it to us. Like, they were being so yes. kind to us. It was... It's something that we always order there when we go and sit down. And they actually made a point to bring it with the delivery despite of not order. It was very cute. And I was surprised to actually, we were both like, holy, this is so amazing. And I, we called them back to thank them. So <laughs> I think it is I think something's wrong with my order. I got this thing that I love. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but it's just uh, and that's what I mean. It's when you spread it, when you spread the joy, when you spread the kindness, it comes back to you too. Yes. And that's not like the high point for me is seeing someone happy. Like I actually rejoice in other people's happiness and Miriam is the same way. I know that. But when you have like this little surprises and you see people doing it to someone else too, that is like just, that just blows your mind. That goes like above and beyond anything you can think and feel. So that day is something that I will never forget because I think, oh, I'm being so great. I'm going to order from local. And then, Doosh, no, you're not so great, Annalisa, but you're loved too. Here you go, a surprise. <laughs> I'm that's so great. I'm going to order from local. <laughs> yeah, but no, not really. Local is better than you, Annalisa. Here you go. <laughs> like, just aside, it was, it was like something that I will never forget. I have noticed this entire time of slowing down and, and that reflection point, I've noticed, at least in my experiences, customer service has taken such a turn for the positive in that businesses and customer service representatives, they are really understanding the impact that they have. And I think that's really been important. Yeah, it is it puts everything in a different perspective. And I do feel that people are a bit more less patient in a way, but 
But if you actually take the opportunity to learn from what's happening, then you're going to be more tolerant, more patient, and more understanding of others and others' needs and the things that always go your way. Yeah, I think we had a bit of an impact on tolerance because at least those that did take the time to reflect on it or understand realized like we're no longer on an island from each other. We are literally all in this together. So anything that you can do to have someone not have someone feel seen uh, makes a big difference. Yes. What are your favorite examples of how TLS has given back in the past or any fun stories of how they've made it um, exciting or, or fun or memorable? Like, for example, I we did our food drive last year and I remember um, some great footage of Santa and uh, Santa's elves <laughs> running around to get some some canned food products. So any fun memories that come to mind? Um. Food drive was huge and great. I there's one story there that always stands out to me, and how everything. So there was an incident that um, it was very close to Christmas, and one of our moment makers unfortunately went through some unexpected situations and all that stuff, and it came to a point of like not having at all a Christmas, and. Um, I find out about it and like then the management immediately got involved. And I remember from all of us, everybody in the management, like I think it was me, even Lori herself and Jillian, we went through different directions of shopping to different places to make sure to get not only everything set up for their Christmas, that they can only, they have a good Christmas. There were meals, there were gifts for all the kids everything was wrapped properly given and delivered to their door. And I think that made my day or my moment that it was such a good feeling that those kids never felt that they will not have a Christmas because they normally used to have. And the concern was like, I won't, I won't be able to give them anything in Christmas or they will not have a Christmas. And TLS changed that for that moment maker who was in our company. Like it was beautiful to be part of that and also how quickly everybody got together to actually make something so good for them. That was the best one that can stand out to me. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna share something very, very personal, but um, the TLS was involved. So forgive me if it takes me, gets me emotional, but um, I have, I've been with TLS for over three years now. Um, I've heard stories from moment makers that have been working with us for like six, seven years and how much they admire the company. There's one in particular that she always names Lori herself saying Lori's the kindest soul. Uh, for me, um, I can say that when my father passed and I couldn't be there and I couldn't do what I wanted to do. I felt extremely respected by everybody um, on my decisions and my way of dealing with it. 
which was a bit unorthodox, I know. But I received um, a gift from, from TLS to help me be focus on something else. And I remember when Stephanie came to talk to me about it and she's like, so we decided to do this because we think you need to have some something else to do. And we know you like to cook. So we're going through this direction. It was something that was not needed, but it was so kind, so caring, so thoughtful. It was something that they actually stopped, thought about it, discussed, came up with an idea and find a way to help me through something personal that they, nobody can help you through, especially yes. when you don't have your family around, there's no one around. So that was something that um, was above and beyond. And it was extremely kind and my family in Brazil was all like everybody was touched and yeah, that's something that TLS has done that I can say that really touched me personally. Yes, I, I, I can actually say to that it was a way of TLS kind of saying that we know that your family is not here, yeah, but we are here because for her it was obviously a different situation she couldn't leave the country because it was Canada loves me so much else. they don't let me leave but that was like another way of saying something yeah that was beautiful too thank you for sharing that was sweet oh my god I'm you can't Alicia <laughs> now I'm kind of blown away because um any any time that I, I I speak with you both, like I have backstory and and like just on the personal level, like I I know a lot of things that you'll you'll say or I know what to expect. I I was not expecting either of those answers. That was beautiful. <laughs> so thank you very much. Thank you. Well, you're welcome. You 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 asked us which one stands out to us, so it had to be those. It's an honest answer. Absolutely. Yeah. That was. I think a, a nice way to close us out and inspire some people. How how will you try to give back this this season, if possible? Or in the if if not, because situations differ, how have you tried to give back in the past? So I have been in a few countries throughout my life. I don't have any particular, I should say, uh, favorite kind of a cause or charity that I can donate to. I normally, every year, um, there are a group of people that we select a family every year that for one year I will support this family, say, who is in Afghanistan, who has no way of having income or stuff like that. Or even if they have something, it's not too much or not sufficient for them. I know this year by December 25th, I'm going to take a 
child that I'm saying that I will support this child throughout her school and everything. And there's another family who helped the family for other reasons. So I'm excited for that, that I'm not only bringing something for the kid, but I think the comfort for the family knowing that she will never ever miss a school fees. Like they should not worry about that, at least despite of everything else is happening. I'm saying like, I'll pick this from you and I will do this. So that's one way that I'm doing, which is kind of in a major way for me that I'm doing it uh, in a different country. Um, as long as it's here, I don't plan my giving backs. It's moment by moment. I live in the moment and Anna and myself are like constantly when we do things, like there are things that she gets inspired by little minor things on the street sometime or when we go do groceries or something. That's another source of inspiration for us that we change things. Like you do it, not without canceling the door. I'm not going to give back here because I saw this. It's like, oh my God, this is such a great, another idea to do it. So I don't plan them, but I'm sure there will be a lot of nice things happening. Hopefully, not only us, everybody else too. I, I will be going to Brazil. Huh. This is my way of giving back to them. They're lucky enough hold to see for, me. Hold for <laughs> applause. <laughs> um, but I will, I've reached out to the hospital that I used to volunteer and I'll be able to spend two afternoons with them, which is something that, well, it's very selfish actually, but it is giving back technically, right? Because I'm spending my time in the hospital with the kids. But because I miss this so much, this is something very special for me, like for this holiday season, for my um, time off. Uh, here in Canada, if I say what I'm going to do, I'm going to ruin surprises for people that might listen to this podcast. But I do. <laughs> Don't um, say no, no, it's OK. Um, like I was talking before about the. Um, about local businesses my plan is to organize the surprises through the local business to the people that i have here when i'm not here when i'm gone so that is one way that i'm gonna try to give back this season and i'm carrying so many things to brazil that that's <laughs> i am santa claus nice to meet you um but there like there in Brazil is where I'm going to end up doing more um, give back and helping out. The country going through a lot and there's a lot that I can do. And the good thing is that $1 is like four Brazilian money. So you can actually buy a lot of things and help a lot of people like more an impact in a way that you could not do somewhere else. So that is something that I'm looking forward to. So when you arrive in Brazil and you go through customs and they say, do you have anything to declare? What's this conversation going to like? I have, Yes, I do. I'm extremely happy to be here. Nice to see you. <laughs> That's my favorite. That's what I have to say. Here are my three suitcases of gifts. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know that. So um, my parents, both of them, 
they were IRS. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> My mom, please. <laughs> Come rescue. What do you have? I, I, I just need a phone call for my mom. That's what I'm going to do. It makes me think of um, Stephanie's example in an episode a couple of weeks ago where, where she said, you really, you really learn how to explain what you do when you have to explain it to a border agent. So when they, yeah. when they ask what you do, I'm a moment maker. Here's, yeah. here's all my moments with me. <laughs> it's a great one, Alicia. I'm going to use that. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it's, I um, it. I, I'm going to say that I am a little bit concerned. I was thinking about it. I hope they don't stop me. I don't think so. And it's all gifts. So gifts is different, right? It's it's supposed to be okay. As long as my sister doesn't buy the entire carters to get to my house, then I should be fine. But they're going to think that I'm selling kids' outfits or whatever. <laughs> oh, boy. It's, yeah. I think it'll be great. Well, I'll let you know. When <laughs> yes, please keep us updated. um I want to say thank you so much for your time your candor and um making me emotional I always appreciate it when you can make me cry (laughs) (laughs) good to know no No, thank you for sharing with us um of course and and for being with us today so I, I hope that we've inspired several people or at least reminded the, I want to say importance, but just the spirit of giving yes. back and why, why we love to do that. So, thank you very much. Thank you, Alicia, for always asking us these questions and bringing our emotions yeah. out. So thank you. Challenging you. <laughs> of course. Yes, yeah. because we normally don't talk about these things ourselves, but it's great to sit I, a little bit and reflect upon things. I do want to say something that um, I know that you asked about ways that TLS has given back in the past and I mentioned my father, but I just want to do like one mention before we go. Um, We didn't really share with the entire team what happened at the time because I thought it was easier for me to process individually and keep things going, but a few people knew. And I do need to give a shout out to this few people on my team that actually knew about what happened, how they behaved and all they did and they have done this entire time to help me to make sure I felt that I was loved, cared for, and to give me some sort of different attention because of what happened. So it's TLS as a company and it's the people that make TLS. So I just want to give this shout out before we go, because it doesn't seem fair not, I'm not going to mention names, but you know who you are that I'm talking about. So thank you. And thank you, Alicia. Thank you so much. I did it again. I'll come, I'll come prepared to make you cry next time. Don't worry. I'm going to think about it. <laughs> Today was very, was not like when. I, I, uh, yeah, today, I appreciate today's being a little bit um, off brand for the podcast, but it's still it's still on brand because it's still talking about um, 
what we do and what we do best is we make moments and we, and we have that genuine care and that love and we are a family. So it's different, but it's still very much what we all need to hear. So thank you. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. Take care. Wow. I am just a little bit speechless and I don't know if anything really needs to be said. I think it's important to reflect on everything shared and I hope this episode has given you a little bit of food for thought when it comes to giving back or paying it forward. I hope you're inspired to look at the little things in life and spread kindness in the smallest ways from looking someone in the eye and engaging to brushing off someone's car in the snow to making a donation to a cause important to you. Thank you so much for listening and for subscribing. We will be back next week with another exciting episode. I will see you then. Sometimes you need someone there for support. Sometimes you need a little